Hey, I'm Tanya. And I'm Genesis. And this is a Page of My Diary podcast where we will be talking about past and current events and life experiences. And I am so excited to have Genesis back on the podcast. She's been gone too long, but I have her here with me and we are going to really get into some things. As you can tell by the topic, we're going to be talking sex because I feel like as much as we have progressed in society, it's still kind of taboo for women to discuss sex candidly. And um, me and Genesis and I were talking about done already had a whole podcast on our periods so i feel like why not talk about sex so um genesis do you have a few words you want to say before we get into the questions um before we get started i just want to say for barbara jean montgomery um if you listen to this i don't want to be judged and that's all (laughs) okay right um i feel you on that that's our mama so we just i just i have a couple questions that i kind of want to just dissect about sex in regards to sex um in women so first question is what is your thoughts and opinions on purity then the purity movement and you know how a lot of churches and even people like aisha curry and um uh, i'm trying to think of someone else like t tamara maori like Mm -hmm. they'll they promote purity like the purity movement so how do you feel about that? <clears throat> All right. Let me see what I can pull out of my back pocket. No. So um, I, we were talking about this yesterday, which is beside the point. If you've ever taken an American history class, there, um, the purity is such a um, Americanized thing, right? Because when these people came from the UK to America and they saw these Native Americans like just being very free and not really having like wives or husbands and just being just just a whole different lifestyle than what they were used to they were like absolutely not so um america actually named they were so obsessed with the woman's purity and virginity that they named a a state after virginity which is virginia i never knew that because they were so obsessed about purity because they saw these people and they just didn't understand what they were doing because they came from something different um so purity to me is a hundred percent a man-made or like like a male patriarch a patriarchal entity like system yeah and i think that it was um me and Latina talk about this all the time, but it was definitely in a way to control women. Because think about these uptight, you know, British people coming over to a different different um country. country, And they're seeing these people naked and living freely and they just don't understand. And some, and some people you see so many times are just more envious. Right. But just didn't understand what they were doing. So uh, I think it's a 100% a man, a man-made movement right um that was made to try to control a woman to oh my god if you're not pure then don't no man want you but right i never came across a man who didn't who didn't want me okay you know okay i i guess um i have a definitely have an opinion on it because i actually like lived like i was very heavy into church um for a, a lot of years of my life, especially in my early 20s, probably from like 23 up until about 27. And I, y'all, I was trying to live by the Bible. The Bible said all these things about women. And I was trying to just live by the Bible and be pure and not have sex, not masturbate. I was all of that. I was really trying to just... You weren't masturbating? I wasn't. I was trying not to. 
And I really was just trying to please God. But the more and more that I, re- I, so I actually studied the Bible for myself in the context of the Bible, not in the context of America. And you start realizing like, oh, this is not even, ain't no white people in the Bible, no Europeans in the Bible. This is a Middle Eastern, North African historical book. Mm-hmm. And this is their culture. And this was their way of doing things. And, um, and then I'm also a black woman. And so I live through the lens of my blackness and me being a woman more than anything. Right. And I realized that this is a way, like you said, that um, the church uses to weaponize um, controlling women into just, you, you know, using their bodies for their own benefit. And um, like you said, it's a way to just make women not ex- like not comfortable. It's 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 um so I'm trying to get all my thoughts together. So it was a way to control women for sure. And now I realize, you know, it really is not I'm not against it though because I feel like y'all I was I was celibate. Like did not have sex for 3 years straight. That is a long time. Like I really didn't have sex for 3 years straight at a point in my life. And um I, I don't regret it in a way like where I'm bitter. I learned a lot about myself. Um, I appreciate sex more because I took such a long <laughs> break. Um, so I'm not against it. I think it's I think celibacy is a part of sex. Right. I think it's good to take moments of celibacy. I, I still do that. I I um. I notice now I'll go sometimes I will intentionally go a few months and I'm just like no sex. You better focus on if I'm really trying to focus on something, no, it's really more for just my own, just you know, self-improvement. We're all trying right. to do those things. And I'll be like, okay, focus on yourself right now. Um, because I don't think I'm the type of person that will get tied emotionally to to someone with sex, like off the rip. But of obviously, if you're having sex with somebody a lot, you get tired emotionally. So when I'm really just trying to like get my mind right, you know, really step back from from certain things, I'll be like, okay, no, no sex right now. And so I, I still practice celibacy, but not indefinitely, like not until I'm married. The purity movement is not all bad to me. It right. helped me realize like you take your power back by by not giving someone sex as well like withholding it and you choose you pick and choose so i i appreciate that and also teaches you self-control um so that's where i'm at now i wouldn't just promote it anymore though right because just as well as men women are sexual beings we're all human we we are sexual beings now you might be higher desire or lower desire you might be real kinky or super prude but we are sexual beings and one thing I do know that I did not like during these this time of like trying to be a good Christian woman and not having sex, I I was not myself. I'm I'm I like sex. I'm a sexual person, and so I feel like a whole part of me. We talk, me and you talk now. I feel like a whole like part of me. I was just really suppressing and denying myself, and so I wouldn't. I would never do that, and I would never promote that for another woman Mm -hmm. explore your sexuality i agree with that (laughs) i think a lot of explanations to young girls i think would if somebody would have told me 
um have sex when you feel when you feel mentally ready right i think that's a whole different conversation i don't not believe in i don't really believe in the purity movement right but i do think it's good and okay to abstain from sex until you are old enough to understand what it is exactly so I, I do believe young girls at like 17 or 18 when you have a better understanding of your body and you know stuff and men and what stuff is i think that's better but being super young just being told sex is bad don't do it and right. that's it and yeah anybody gonna be able to be like sway you well sex is not bad and i'll be like oh i guess you're right right because right. they don't have they don't have a lot of reasons that it is so yeah and so you know what like the thing is they tell you sex is bad and then you do it and it feels so good and yeah. you just be real confused yeah. like this bad or so, what so but um, and that's where it becomes shameful instead right. of something to be enjoyed because you're doing something that you're actually enjoying and it actually feel good it ain't bad like they saying it is but you got to sneak and do it and now you feel like you're um i remember after that i would go to and i was still going to church y'all i you couldn't i was still <laughs> going to choir practice in the morning i was a what's the, i was a soprano oh really y'all i cannot <laughs> god help me i did not know but, you did. I am a church singer. I cannot. I don't believe in my solo career. I I can hit some notes, but I was not a soprano. No, I was a falsetto. I am so sorry. I was a falsetto. I am not a fal. I cannot sing high. Like oh, I okay. Okay. Anyway, I was still going to church and stuff like that, but I was just always really confused and to the point where I was just like, well, at least for me, I, I was so scared of like God and like sex that right. i was just like okay well i'm not gonna stop doing this so right I'm just being like it makes like you that. go it for me personally it separates you from god if you don't have a healthy understanding of both um together and apart you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. because i don't god created sex he created right. us and he created us he created the the act of sex um and so then you're saying this something that God created. He really don't want us to do it. And like you said, you you're gonna do it. So you just gonna stop dealing so y'all, with God. I just chalked it up to I was living in sin, y'all. I was yeah. so sad for so many years. <laughs> um, and it would be times where you know Malik would when we moved out um, to North Carolina, and I had already been having sex. I wasn't having it a lot though because I just didn't. I, it was it was lack of understanding right so i was doing it but i really didn't care to do or not do because it was i didn't it was lack of understanding for me but when we moved and malik was taking us to church all the time i'm like oh read it i read i redevoted i was like oh so god i'm so sorry like i'm a sinner please forgive me right go all these probably like long months so you was kind of practicing celibacy in a little in your yeah. own way and it was more of a fear thing right um but I still struggle. I still really struggle with like watching porn a lot, and that would like really, if I'm just being honest. And it would Girl, really, sex talk. Be it open. would really mess me up because I was like, well, I don't, I, I don't want to have sex because right. it's not good to have sex. Um, and and it was like I said, it was a lack of understanding. Right. I was so young, I was like 15, six. I was like 15 and 16, and maybe 17 sometimes. Right. Um, it was more 15 and 16, not so much 17. I kind of figure i just said i was gonna do it but i just i was i didn't really understand it too much and i felt like that every time i was saying okay i'm just gonna have sex i was living in sin and then i would struggle with watching porn and then i wouldn't and then i would and i would battle with that for a long time 
But I would just go long periods of just, yeah. I just wouldn't do it because I was scared. And you see how confusing that is for women and men too, because I don't think the purity movement is geared more towards women, but I, I've talked to several men who practice purity as well. But you see how confusing that is and how it really can affect your sex life as well, because you you couldn't even fully enjoy it because you felt like I will, I will I'm just say, I'm just out here sinning and this is like you always think you ain't sinning. supposed to feel like that when you having sex. But like I was for real. also young. Right. I think in young girls it's a little <laughs> bit different. I think it was, I think by being around my sisters and stuff like that, under just seeing and knowing and having different conversations with people, it helped me be more open. But right. yeah, just for a long time, I was just like, oh, sex is a sin, and I'm I'm going to hell, and I'm living a sin. So if I'm living a sin, I cannot go to church. And when I was <laughs> devoutly going to church every day, like with you know being around the league, I was like, oh, okay, I'm back in it. I can't do right. anymore. I'm sinning, and it, it right. was no it was no balance. No, nope. like, no middle. I was like, I can't love God and um have it, sex. Right. And I'm like, but I can't have sex and love God. So it was dang. That's kind of crazy. Like, That's kind of crazy though. Wow. So. Speaking of, you know, just sex and enjoying it and stuff, my next question is, since we talked about the purity movement, what is your opinion of this? The the of the op- very opposite of that is like, you know, women being more sexually explicit and provocative, like your, I would say Beyonce, Megan Thee Stallion, Amber Rose, the Marilyn Monroe type figures. Um, in the Bible is a Jezebel back in the day in the twenties, they was called flappers. Mm-hmm. Um, just people who are just more free about it. Women who are more free. How do you feel about that? I mean, cause that's a whole nother movement. I totally support it. I think, um, I think I'm getting, how am I trying to say this? I'm only 22, but I definitely do see a large difference from me talking to Jariel or, or the music I used to listen to when I was like 16 and 17 and 18, 16, 17 and 18, you know, doing my things to the music Jari listens to, uh, with her being uh, 17 and 18. And I, you know, how your parents always be like, oh, it's no, it's no mystery no more. They're just saying everything. Right. I feel like that now. Now, <laughs> I'm not saying it to say that I won't be a savage. I don't be having a hot girl summer. I'll be listening right. to Doja Cat, Mulatto, and I'll be... I'll be ratchet and I'll be lit. Right. But at least for me personally, I just don't, I don't, I personally don't like, I don't like to hear that all the time. Right. But I do support, I do support it because I think it's, I think like it was an issue for young women not to be comfortable with their sexuality. My other thing is that um, you're, you're telling girls that are so young to be uh, over like, like overly overly with sexual their, right with their sexuality which is sending mixed messages because you're telling a 14 and 15 year old that like super impressionable like me like oh like i'm a you know i throw that aspect and see if he, he gonna catch it and i'm like wait yeah. a minute <laughs> you need to not be doing that right you need to go to school but and um, she's very young so i'm singing those it. lyrics i support it uh i support the fact that women are being way more comfortable with their sexuality right and passive being explicit i just don't think it's for everybody because it's it's just about people being impressionable right right and but i'll listen to it i'll be getting ratchet yeah i was gonna say i feel the same way i feel about the purity movement you know it's there's some things i can appreciate and some things that i can say you know not for me and it's like um 
I do like that women have ownership of their sexuality. Period. And just how a man can, you know, openly speak on and explore his uh, sexuality and his sex life, women should have the right to do that as well um, and still get a level of, of respect. Like, mm-hmm. just because you you're not uh, a Aisha Curry that don't and I do not like Kim Kardashian like that but I will say this she's not Aisha Curry but she deserves just as much respect as Aisha Curry period and no matter what she's done she's still a woman and she wanted to have sex she had sex you know what I'm saying so um and that in that regard, yes, women got a right to talk about it, what have they little outfits on and all that. But um what I per- this is just Latanya personally, I want us to be more than just our sex life, period. And right. that's purity or being sexually explicit. That's why I really like Megan Thee Stallion. She stands out to me more than a lot of the artists because she has she is very very sexual very much out here twerking but she's very smart too if you really she was just on a bunch of different panels talking about the black lives matter movement and this social justice thing she speaks out for the lgbtq plus community she's well she's educated she's in college she's about to graduate she likes and like she she shows a full person and so now i know like she's not just sex that's one aspect of her and I don't want us as women to only be that right. or only seen as that. Not saying that even if you're more that than, you know, book smart, that don't mean you don't deserve any respect. But I would love to see us have a little bit more depth than just sex because that's just one part of your life. I do agree. And um, just as much as it's good, I mean, just as much as I agree with like I, the purity movement makes it hard to enjoy it. Um, I think being very out there with it can make it hard to enjoy it too. But this is, this is me personally. I would not be comfortable if everybody knew my sex life. Like I like to talk about it with amongst family and friends, people that I know personally, but you probably wouldn't, um, this is the most you're going to get on this podcast and it still really ain't, you know, the off I know I'm back that so yeah so but this is just only, I'm just saying this only mm-hmm. for me like there's that level of uh like you said like leave something for the imagination thing that I still have going for me I but I but I support but I support but I can say I really support both like I'm a, I'm Aisha and Cardi B <laughs> It just depends on when you catch me. You know what I'm saying? So you know, have a little balance. That's that's all I'm saying. But I'm with it. I'm with women taking ownership of their sexuality. You know, I, I, I'm with that too. I will say one more thing before we move on to our next question. What I will say about women being more outward uh, with their sexuality is, um, it's so many, it's so many men who who uh actually do not care about like pleasing a woman or anything and for so long you you thought that was cool that was normal and then you have you know Megan Thee Stallion talking about you know <laughs> you just have Megan Thee Stallion um Mulatto Cardi B Nicki Minaj the city girls the city period, Lizzo period you have these women talking about no girls get yours too it don't matter right. what, whatever you think yours is but um I will say that's that's one not one it's many positive things that's one of the biggest positive things i see yeah is, 
um, women not afraid to 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 get theirs no more. Right. Like, that's what I think is really good about that movement. Like, and, why are we scared to ask or, right. or demand? And that is important because one thing that the purity mu- movement can kind of kind of taint or mess up is it makes it hard for you to want to be kinky and freaky and like you said out listen if you don't eat it you don't beat it i said it because i mean you know what i'm saying like um it just gives men the ability to get themselves off and get what they need but what about us you know what i'm saying some men who actually oh yeah yeah making this stuff up but i will say that i've i've met i met a few men who didn't know that yeah. didn't know that it was uh both because some both men both. really do have the idea of just um it's unfortunate but some men because rape culture is a thing as well it so is. some men really do have the idea that we're just good for them to for their sexual pleasure mm-hmm. but like it ain't really supposed to we're not supposed to enjoy it and this is like a history lesson in india you know they surf not is it India or Asia or Africa? One of these countries circumcised the women so that the sex it's doesn't Africa. feel good. Yes, female circumcision. They'll circumcise circumcise them so that it doesn't feel good. Like that's yeah. well, that's wow, right? Um, take like take off clip off the clitoris or something like that. Like sew, that is um, so crazy. They sew it together. I think they. I believe they clip off the clitoris and they yeah. actually sew the lips together so tight. To preserve their virginity so that when they do actually have sex on the night of their marriage it'll, um, it'll break and it's very painful and then it doesn't break all the way and right. then they get pregnant and have a baby and that's when it that's really sad and many i mean that's really sad that's the, sad. the length that you take to keep a woman quote-unquote pure you're from, not even taking into consideration her feelings right and for and from just enjoying sex that's crazy but okay, so I have two more questions. So the next question is, um, and I'm going to switch the questions around. What, to you and your opinion as a just a woman, a black woman out here living her life, what are some misconceptions when it comes to just women and sex and sexuality? What are What is a misconception or a few misconceptions that you would kind of like to debunk or bring to the table? Um, uh, I just want to let all the men know right now, um, there's an overwhelming majority of women who do not orgasm from <laughs> straight penile to vagina <laughs> sex. Right. It is an overwhelming amount of us who hasn't said, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I let people know what it was when it was that. But it's, it's a lot of women who are not going to orgasm from penetration. Right. So you don't need to do that harder. You need to stop. <laughs> you, cause that hurts. Uh, and you're dead. not, you're not doing what I need you to do. Um, and also one more thing. I wish this was a visual, but like everywhere else is not the clitoris. The clitoris <laughs> is the clitoris. Right. Stop doing whatever you're doing. Focus on that. Right. But, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry being funny, but no, you good. Those for those for real. Stop doing everything else except for uh, stimulating the clitoris. Right. And um, women, most women do not orgasm from penetration. I, I that's just, that's a fact. And men be thinking they doing something. I have to back you up on that. I'm I don't I'm so telling some of my business. I typically don't. So you know you gonna have to do something else. 
But you know, also, LaTanya, you know what I'm saying? While we're on this, um, sex is so it's it's both physical, but it's also a lot of mental. It is. So as I've gotten older, without trying to expose myself too much, I at first I really just more because I didn't know right understand my body as much right but I, I didn't know how to like orgasm when I was with a man I didn't know how to do it right like, being more in tune with my body and saying well this feels good and that but it's also a mental thing it like is. I when I when I kind of got over the stigma of like oh my god like I'm so embarrassed like they looking at me da, 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 da. and I was really there for for genesis like right. I was there for the glory and the satisfaction of myself Right. You just be lit, cause in your head you mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, you. Like, and one more thing, I'm so sorry. No, you um, good. Did y'all forget about foreplay? Did y'all just forget what that was? Cause you not just gonna run up on me, on yeah. some. I'm finna just throw it down. No, it is sawdust and right. sandpaper down there. And I, I've heard, I've heard a few dudes' feelings because you know. Since I'm more comfortable with my sexuality now, I don't right. I don't mind or I'm not gonna be gonna say mind, but it's not my responsibility to protect your feelings. But you just not gonna just just go for it. You know right. what I mean? Right, 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 um, right. Foreplay is still a thing. Women still like foreplay. We're yeah. we're very mental. We're very you know, right, and there's a difference between foreplay and oral sex. I, I think yes. some men don't understand that either. Kissing, foreplay and oral sex are touching. different. <laughs> it, it, but your it's foreplay, similar. Your foreplay, but it still foreplay. ain't the same thing. But yeah, I wanna, I wanna kiss, I wanna touch, I want you to tell me I'm pretty, I might want you to suck on my toes. Like okay, I'm just playing. I'm, I'm just playing on the toes thing. So I guys like that. I don't like that. No, let me tell you, this my feet too ticklish for all that. Me too. Somebody was sucking on my toes. I don't want to say the other day, but I don't want to say the other day. <laughs> and um, I was so ticklish. I was like, wow, that tickle. But um, yeah, I think I think men, it, I kind of it doesn't it it kind of goes with the period movement, but foreplay is so big um in sex. Like you have women, it's it's a lot of mental stuff for them. Men are right. so physical, and women are so emotionally tied. But it's just a lot with the mind. Right. That even though sex does feel good right um, everything that leaves up that leads up to it feels great too yeah like, and that's what's that's the best part moves. yeah but to speak like so for my misconception it's basically to your point i agree with what you said but i i will also say um because two things can be true at the same time all women don't are not emotionally tied to you when they're like I, it, there's a misconception that women get emotionally connected every time they have sex or they right. get emotionally tied to sex and stuff. I mean, and, it's more of a mental thing for women. Um, right. And for, I can only speak for myself because I know I've talked to people that said they can't have sex without um, some sort of emotional connection to follow up and all that. Um, I don't know if it's, if it's because of my journey, you know, with being exclusive with you know long-term boyfriends i mean like three four years at a time and then you know being celibate for three years and um now i'm you know do what i do now um i don't really have to like love you or have this sort of emotional bond because my biggest concern at this point is please please i want to please you too but i'm gonna make sure 
I get something out of it. And I don't know at this point, and it might be my personality and everything about me. I can have sex and be unattached to someone. Like I don't have to be attached to someone to have sex. And I think there are plenty of women out here that can have, I don't want to say casual because it's such a stigma on casual sex, but no, there are it. women that can have casual sex, friends with benefits type of situations. And it, it just worked better for our lifestyle or whatever we have going on at the moment. And men really just think women, uh, some women, yeah, we be tripping and no, it's, we can, we, we have the, we're made up with the same masculine right. feminine energy that men have. So we can do it too. Now, of course, now I do see more often women will get more emotionally invested and mm-hmm. men can just, you know, it seem it's seeming that men can just be unattached. But that I just want to say, I just like want to miss. I just want to say a misconception is that that is like a fact. I think more men have been emotionally attached to me than I was to mm-hmm. them after we had right. sex. I right. feel like I get that more than yeah. these dudes out here. And there's this misconception, and I'm telling you, sometimes. Especially the older I get, I see other old, more older women who just have matured. You know, we we've done the mental health work on ourselves, the, and we're just like, okay, sex has its place, of course. And if you love somebody, that's a whole nother conversation. We'll talk about sex and love, but we ain't talking about sex and love right now. We just talk about sex. Get it in. A lot of older women just be like, look, I got my little friend. You know what I'm saying? I work. I'm I, I'm a business owner. I'm a, I got kids. Like, I don't have to chase you around, but I do, you know, I need, they, they call it the D appointment. You know? Yeah. I have one more misconception. <laughs> right. I'm done. Um. Oh my God, honey, I forgot what I was going to say. I was, I, it was just in my head. It was such a, it was such a good one. It's a misconception. Yeah. Wait, say what you just said. What was you talking about? It was just, I was just saying, you know, women, we have, we, we call it the, the D appointment and, um, you get what you need oh, and you, you go on about your day. I remember this is the last misconception and this is, I'm speak actually I'm gonna speak to everybody, but this is what I'm saying to the man. Oral sex is a part of sex. I, I've gotten not flack, but, and I'm not, how am I trying to, I'm not going to expose myself. Um, sex is everything that goes into sex right you don't get to just say sex is when the vagina um, and the penis come together no like sex is is all of that everything if you want to eat butt that's that's (laughs) a part of sex to you you know what i mean if you but i i have so many not so many dudes but it's so weird that men are so weird about like sexuality that mm-hmm. if I tell them like yeah like yeah like I have sex with you, oh my god did you like suck his I'm like I mean yeah we had sex I don't I didn't right. understand what you didn't understand about my first statement when I said that right but I guess I will reiterate it for you right when I says yes we have sex and right just, when I say we have sex I could be just saying it was just wham bam thank you ma'am when I left or I could be saying it was suck it. my toes asses were eaten right Grocery, groceries were had yeah the groceries was ate balls were in mouth <laughs> but I'm, I'm just being no funny. no 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 but i, I everything. yeah i it's, feel you you I don't feel you. get to say this is what sex is no, right sex is everything but but that kind of tie into how purity 
or over or the being very explicit it doesn't give you like a balance of a healthy balance of sex and so you either have these rules of being super pure and prude and it's like oh oral sex what you know some a lot some christians don't even believe in it they say it's sodomy so i mean Latanya told me y'all the other day <laughs> that this dude said anybody who was doing any other position other than missionary, I mean, back on the bed, stomach to stomach, Ugh. man, looking at you deep in the eye, sweating it on your face. Ew, I, I hate to see it. <laughs> missionary, any other position, you're letting demons into your, you're letting right. demons into your marriage. You're letting you demons into it. And, I was and these are married people. He ain't even talking about just the people that support, quote unquote. He also, was just talking about the marriage band. I'm like, dang, so even when you get married, you can only do you missionary. Can't throw it back. Right. I can't bust it open for a real one. So I do I agree. It's just like these rules that we put. And then even if you're like one of somebody who's real sexual sexually explicit, you might be into stuff that somebody's not comfortable with. And then you have to respect their boundaries. Right. And so that's why we need to talk about sex more. We're, I, I think we talk about sex, but let women continue. Let women be at the forefront of these conversations more often than men. And y'all really, re- y'all really know what's up. That's all I'm saying. Because if I'm popping with whipping a chain, I, I'm just saying you better, you better be picking up what I'm throwing down. That's I am the, dead. That's the only thing I'm Not the whipping the chain. So right. the last question, you are hilarious. The last question is, what? How would you define, you know, having a healthy sex life, having a healthy understanding of sex? Like, what is that for you? Or are you working towards that? Like, what does that all mean for you? Um, I would I would definitely say that um, I've, I've been at points in my life where it was very, very healthy. Uh-huh. But, you know, with women being so, so sexual, well, I'm a sexual being as well. Like, I, it's it's annoying that men just think that the only women who are super sexual are like prostitutes, not prostitutes, I'm sorry, like strippers and, and video girls. And but stuff they like think that. Pro- prostitutes too. But I'm like, but and, and even them, they could probably just be like, no, nah, this, this is my job. This is my job. I'll be, right. be at church. Yeah, like real talk. I, I personally think pro- sex workers should be considered, I think that should be considered work, but that's the whole it other is, conversation. If I took a criminal justice class, if I could touch on it super quick. Um, the only reason, and this is such a misogynistic way of thinking, but the uh-huh. only reason that like prostitution is illegal is because um, they said that little little girls or little boys and girls do not grow up saying that, or they when they're little, that's not a job career they would pick out. That's why they say sex workers mm. that is illegal because nobody is aspiring to be a sex right when they get older and i that is and you wouldn't promote that right as a thing and i remember my um my teacher i forgot his name he said i personally think you could you should be able to do whatever you want that's your business but he did say the biggest reason why it is illegal is because you know people oh i want to be an astronaut i want to be a ballerina this girl i want to be a prostitute she's not saying that so as one of the reasons it's illegal because right. you, most of the, not most of the time, but in a lot of situations, people are being sex trafficked. In that, that too. Kind of I, I can see the, 
So that's why I, I can see that. the gray line with that. But I also say, you know, porn, people make a lot of money doing porn. And most well, of those wrestling porn stars. But most of those and most of those people are having unprotected sex. Strip, you but know. They also have to get porn stars probably are probably some of the, the cleanest. No, people. I I they listen, have, I listen to a porn star like, talk. She said every before any video you gotta get tested and all that. But yeah, but I'm just saying if porn is a billion dollar entity and industry, I don't I think Maybe we just need to develop some no, I, guidelines I, around sex work. I agree with you. And we need to protect our girls and all this sex trafficking because that's the thing, too, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Because um, even outside of America, people are making money of selling course. these little girls. And so I can't see the gray area mm-hmm. with prostitution. I get it. Because um, um, they'll say that them little girls are prostitutes. No, y'all are sex trafficking them. Right. But um, I would say a healthy balance for me is just like my sister. I'm like a super career-based woman. Um, I am about everything. I am everything about the bag. I am everything about my opportunities. So um, what I will say is if I've ever noticed that sex really is conflicting with that, or even just a relationship that's just too demanding, right. I, I will you're not worth it to me right you know what i mean but um i do because i'm <laughs> i'm telling i think i told a ex-boyfriend of mine he said something to me and i was like you know like i don't need you like i could do this in three minutes by myself like period <laughs> and, and i when i say three, that's like, the truth I'm not yeah like, you you are a non-factor like nowadays boys and girls women can go buy dicks you yours is not that important right so i said my work-life balance is i i can have as much sex as i want Mm -hmm. because that's my choice um but because it's my business that's my business (laughs) but if i do feel like it's ever like uh interfering with my work like if i'm out i guess like having sex all hours of the night and i'm tired right okay you need to chill out right maybe maybe i need to take a period of just chilling out and focusing on this but right i think your balance is whatever works for you yeah i agree i think um for me i think first and foremost you have to educate yourself a little bit like you said um i i'm not shaming like teenagers having sex because i i want parents and, and people to understand young people out here having sex and they gonna that's do you be yo you your hormones be raging that's when you look the best in your life you probably Period. got a little flat stomach back then Period. you know what i'm saying i really when you think about it when you was a teenager everybody looked good your hormones was raging you had all that energy to do it um but you really um, didn't have a full understanding if you didn't have right. the type of family because school is only going to teach you about the stds and all the crazy stuff about having sex I know it almost school, it right? almost promotes you it almost it's almost like the church is like don't do this but if you're gonna do it wear, wear a condom <laughs> you know what i'm saying um and if you don't have the family that's why i'm gonna always talk about sex with lj because i want him to be comfortable talking to me and i'm not gonna say go ahead and get you some but i don't want him to just be out here lost in the sauce like i was at a point um so get get a healthy understanding of sex try to learn your body that's why i totally debunked my thoughts on masturbation i really thought because the church told me it was the devil it was the demon it was bad and honestly, how will you explore your body and get right. to know which, you know, say, so how will you, how will you know what, I feel like that's the, that's one of the ways to kind of explore your body 
is to masturbate. So I would say just learn your body. Um, and then for me now, I'm I'm about to be 30. Practice safe sex. You know, please be safe out here, y'all. Practice safe sex. And the biggest thing for me is like have have sex when you want to and when you're comfortable. Um, and that's single and in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Set the set the, the boundaries for your own sex life. You should never be having a sex life where you feel like you got to give the sex to keep the relationship Period. or keep the thing. You could get to step it. Right. To keep the thing going on. But you should also not be in a situation or relationship where you're not getting what you need either. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Just because a man pay for your dinner. Uh, right. You don't owe him anything. You, I promise to Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. You don't owe that man nothing. You don't. Um. But if you want to have sex with him, you have a right but to. But if you want to have sex with him <laughs> and pay for his meal, do that. Right. <laughs> but if you pay for his meal, he don't owe you sex either. Right. That so too. Women, women, <laughs> no, hold on. Women, stop being trash and think that just because you're doing X, Y, and Z, yeah. women, they owe you sex because it's the same thing. That's true. I've, um, I wouldn't say I've done it myself personally, but mm-hmm. it's been times where I've really like probably wanted to have sex with you know a boyfriend i'll be like yeah like let's do it let's do it. he's like no 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 no. and i'm like right no but for real like and and you just think sometimes because it's a man right that it's okay to, for them to be always on go you know these niggas be stressing do you know how hard it is to get up to get it up if you're stressed you know how hard it is to get it <laughs> that's, up if you're true. Tired that's true and you drink no water that day yeah it's difficult and he's not trying to embarrass himself right or he just don't want to do it and it's the same right. thing for women men if no means no for both parties and and just because they don't say anything that does not mean yes right those are my thoughts on sex this was good it, it you know we didn't get too i thought we was i thought we, was gonna we didn't get too raunchy i mean you know maybe for another podcast we can really talk about some stuff like maybe we need to do an after dark podcast let's but i'm i'm that girl i'm i'm very sexual but i i like to keep a level of um of privacy around my own personal sex life as well so like i'm kind of open and closed if that makes sense if you ask me i'm gonna tell you I, yeah. I'm, I'm at that point in my if life if i'm close I, with you and you ask me we can talk about you it but if i don't know train, you like that <laughs> if you somebody on a train that i don't take and you said you are so that, funny i'll be like yeah man yeah genesis you are you are such it. a free spirit well that's all we have y'all we talked for almost an hour so we are yes we are going to get into the icebreaker question and get out of here yes and so the icebreaker question is really good genesis this is going to be a hard one you can only pick one of the it's a trio of of artists one artist helped discover the other two and you can only pick the trio so the first one is Jay-Z. Okay. And he kind of helped discover and put Kanye and Rihanna on. Right. Or Lil Wayne. Okay. Who basically helped discover and put Nicki and Drake. So which trio you got? And the other trio gotta go in all they work. Like they have to leave. Yeah. Who which trio is the most iconic to the culture? Best music, like overall. And the other one gotta go in all they work. Okay. So I'm gonna just say this. That's this is hard. If I if it's a, if I if they can all stay, I would just leave. Can I just leave? No. Can I just be canceled? I'm okay this is so canceled. hard. What I would say is, I if I if I made a quick decision, I would say 
um, Jay-Z, Rihanna, and Kanye only because I really love their music. They got to stay. Rihanna, she's surpassed. She's done great stuff past her music. Right. But That's true. Fenty, Savage Fenty. Because she's just so talented. But if I... If I could think a little bit harder, I would definitely have to go with the goats of Drake and Nicki Minaj and Lil Wayne because that's the stuff I grew up on listening to. Yeah. And Drake is hot. Drake don't ever you can't you don't have to skip any of his songs. You really, really you really don't. Lil Wayne, you yeah. sometimes his you know he different now, so I skip right. his songs. But I would say. Like overwhelmingly reluctantly because I love Rihanna, Jay Z, and Kanye and everything they've done, and I right. know I love College Dropout and all. Dang, that they gotta go. But I would say I listen to more. Okay, I get it. And I grew up more on um, Nicki Wayne because mm-hmm. they was an era. They first Wayne, and I don't know about you. You said you be skipping Wayne. I don't. I love I can, Wayne. I Wayne is the goat to me. Um. I love Lil Wayne. He got trash politics and um, mindsets, but if we just talking about music, he is the GOAT. You know I love Nicki. Love hate relationship with her, but ultimately I love Nicki Minaj, been a barb since day one. And I like Drake too. Drake is not my favorite though, but I'm with you. Drake be Drake Drake coming with the bops. Period. But all, right. all that nice thing, all that to say, and this is hard because more than anything, I love Nicki Minaj. I am a Nicki Minaj fan. Mm-hmm. She up there on my list with Beyonce and Bruno and Lauren Hill. Like she is one of the greats to me. Um, I love her artistry. But Jay Z and Kanye West and Rihanna and really. I mean, and and my least favorite on that list is Rihanna, but I love Rihanna. But Kanye, first, I ain't even gonna go on how much I love Jay Z, but Kanye, and I'm tired of him personally. <laughs> Just like Offset said, that nigga be tripping, but we love Ye. You know what I'm saying? It's like his music. I still listen to the College Dropout frequently. Yeah, like it's really it's still on plenty of playlists, and so. All Kanye's art, all Jay's, all Jay Z stuff. So you, you are younger than me. So I get it. I grew up listening to Jay Z. I grew up, uh, I grew up listening to Jay Z the most. But right around the time Nicki and and um Drake's um came out, Kanye and Rihanna was already kind of popping. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's just they they era is a couple years before right. them. So I was already, I was already. We, I was already like a, a diehard Kanye fan, a diehard Jay-Z fan. So this is really hard because I listen to, I still listen to Nicki Minaj. And I don't even like 6 9 but I like the song she did with him because she's mm-hmm. on it. And it's just like every song she on, it's just like skip to her verse. Like I love her, but I got to let them go because I can't imagine my, I can't imagine no, not just Jay-Z's music, but his impact. Can I give a can I can yeah. I give an album back and just keep college dropout? That's the only thing <laughs> yeah. I want. You if see, I, give, I like I can... a lot of Kanye music though. His impact um is trash though. I was gonna say he was starting out good. Jay Kanye was starting out good, so I would say the first his first couple albums and his impact and the stuff he was talking about was when he said George Bush don't like black people. Man, that's when Kanye was the goat. 
Um, but now, you know, I don't know what he got going on. Um, but the impact of Jay-Z, like Jay-Z really out here doing great things. Rihanna too. She's super inspiring. And it, it, we just not talking about the music. I like everything about Rihanna. I always say like Rihanna would be my friend if she wasn't a celebrity. Like I love Beyonce. I love Beyonce. Yeah, I love Beyonce, but I would I would want to party and hang out with Rihanna. Like if that, that makes sense. But I love Riri. Like we gonna have to do a Rihanna Essential playlist review mm-hmm. because she got the bops now. We can't. So I'm gonna have to. No more Drake songs. We're gonna. I'm gonna have to let them go though. That's this is hard because I think both trios are super super dope. But I, I gotta keep Jigga. Gotta keep hope. Come on, he came out with the story of OJ. I'm not a Jay Z fan. Oh, okay. I love Jay Z. He came out with Song Cry. He I is, do like that song. He is Beyonce's husband. But we're not talking about her. Blue Ivy. Blue Ivy Carter is his daughter. We can keep half of that. We can get half that. <laughs> right, right. Ruby and Sir. We can keep half of that. We can get half Solange in the elevator. No, I'm just playing. I'm taking it way too far. Right, so yes, yeah, so like, who's going to be up? <laughs> Nothing. Right. Um, but okay. Um, that was that was fun. Thank you, Genesis, for coming on to the podcast. We are literally about to hit an hour. I enjoyed this. I'm gonna have to have you back on another podcast. Um, for all of y'all who follow me on all the social medias, um, I'm Latanya Yarbrough on Facebook, at A Page of My Diary on Instagram. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and subscribe to me on Spotify and iTunes if you have those platforms. And I'll be back with another episode next week. Bye.